Jackie found a tutorial about how to draw your own JoJo's character. Oh, did we start? Yeah. Oh. It's okay, though. You don't... Oh, never mind. I should hurry you along. Huh? Never mind. Hello. Hello. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Okay. I'm Mark. My name is Mark. No, you ruined it. My name it. is also Mark. <laughs> we're all named Mark. It's actually the big gimmick of the show is we're all three Marks. I'm going to create my own JoJo's character while I... Uh, while I talk to you. Jackie found a tutorial online. Which, by the way, uh, Araki is having a How to Draw Manga Characters come out. Uh, wait. Yeah, he's having a book called How to Draw Manga Characters, and it's coming out in English, I think. They're translating it. But thank you for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name's Mark. One of the voices you heard before was Jackie. Hello, this Th- is Jackie. That one. And you also heard Miles. <laughs> is that a new catchphrase? We sound like a, like a morning zoo, drive-time radio. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about the JoJo OVA, specifically episode four, I think. Um, Whole Horse and the Hanged Man, uh, or Emperor and the Hanged Man, I think it is, but Whole Horse is definitely the focus. Um, so remember, that's the 2000s OVA. Don't watch the 90s stuff yet. We're going to get there. Um, remember, you can follow us on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash jjbpod. Uh, you can also email us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. And you can find all of our episodes on iTunes. Uh, wanted to say thank you to some listeners. A bunch more people rated us five stars. That gave us an average rating on iTunes. So now people can see that we have two stars. I'm just kidding. We have five stars. <laughs> but um, we don't have that many ratings. I would still like more that would help uh, propel us into the ratings. So if you haven't yet, it would be awesome if you gave us five stars on iTunes. You don't even have to write anything about the show. Don't worry about being creative. You could just, you know. Do people like this show? Some. Hmm. It's, uh, it's pretty divided. I'm not actually. a fan of it at all. Uh, one thing I want to start with uh, is an email we got. And you're going to hear this much later than when you sent the email. But we got a mailbag thing from ninja thief and i got this right after we recorded the last uh episode so sorry you're not in that and you're gonna have to wait an extra week but you won't hear this till it happens so never mind <clears throat> ninja thief says hey everyone just wondering if you saw the little trailer for the jojo 4d ride at universal studios japan based on stardust crusaders what? it makes me want to save up money for a trip to japan but i don't know if i'd be able to get the money by the time it is gone in october love the podcast and can't wait for more hail to you you're a ninja thief. Just steal it. Hail to you is a reference to this arc, by the way. Miles, you won't get it. I don't. And then it says, sent from my iPhone, because they have the default signature. But that's okay. And thank you. And no, we haven't seen the trailer for the live action. I like briefly read your email before we started recording, and I didn't think we'd have to watch anything. I thought it was just like, are you aware of it? So let me look that up real fast, and we will edit out me Googling. Does that make it easier Future. for you? <laughs> Okay, we just got back from watching the trailer for the 4D ride. It well, was, we were sitting right here, so. We didn't get back. Yeah, we just, whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It looks cool. I think this the 3D stands look pretty cool. I think it would be fun to have Dio knives thrown right in your fucking face. That's fake, though. They're not real knives. Yeah, I don't really want knives thrown at me. That's too many Ds. That's <laughs> 4D plus 1D. I don't want that. Um... You know, because 4D like simulates it, but then 5D they might actually throw knives at you. Does it, 4D refers to time? I know, which works for JoJo's. There's different time manipulations. True. So maybe in real life they actually they fuck slow with down time. time. Yeah, slow down, rewind, speed up, whatever. Um. So, yeah, we did see the trailer. To answer your question, um, I mean, we just watched it right now. Yeah. Um. 
I want to go back to Japan regardless, but I don't think I'd go back for a ride at Paramount. If you haven't been, or Universal, whatever it is, if you haven't been to Japan, I would just definitely go. It's pretty cool. Um, apparently, there's a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure themed bar that I somehow missed. Really wish we went to. It sounded really cool. Just go back. Well, it's expensive. How much? It's like $14 to get over there, dude. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, forget it. Um, anyway, let's... Uh, so, yeah, we also watched the live action number three trailer for uh, Stardust Crusade. No, for, for uh, Diamond is Unbreakable live action. I think it was the best trailer. Yeah. It showed the most stuff. You could see, like, the little army men stand. I'm burping right now. Ugh. It's all good. Oh, God. You're a human being. It's natural. Oh. All right. That's, you're making it worse. Uh, you got to see the stands for the first time, and I thought they yeah. looked fine. I thought they looked pretty good. Jackie, I think you didn't like it, you said? Uh, yeah, I didn't like... I mean, I I don't think... Well, I guess it did fine. But I think that there's no live-action version of a stand right. that I think I would accept. Even if it was like, <laughs> even if it was more pastels, like the anime was, like more instead of like yeah, this kind of it ghosty. Like ghosts. I don't like that. They I, look I like don't ghosts. mind it. I mean, I think in general this is trying really hard to be dark and like high contrast and stuff. I'm wondering how much they can seriously cover because because the Diamond is Unbreakable covered a lot of stuff. It I'm, doesn't seem like they're going beyond the two brothers. No, they're not. Yeah. I, it's definitely focused on Angelo, who's Aqua Necklace. It's going to show the brothers. You said they might be at Tony's. You think they're? At, you think they're at Tony's? Yeah, I can't think of any other time when they would be sitting down to a meal like that. Well, there's definitely some stuff that, that wasn't in there. Like, I think there's a shot of Angelo working with uh, the evil brother, Okuyasu's older brother. I think, like, some stuff that didn't happen in the manga. So they're, they're taking a little bit of liberty. Maybe. But I thought the stands looked pretty good. I thought Aqua Necklace looked cool. Um, that one especially works because Aqua Necklace is transparent. It's water. Yeah. Uh, I thought Crazy Diamond looked pretty cool. Much scarier, obviously, with the whole being dark and... Uh, little bit blurrier like the lights like it kind of has lights on it you know yeah i i thought i I hope tony trendy tony makes it in there that would be cool that would be uh it'd be great if they took half the movie of just people eating food and like getting weird eye waterfalls (laughs) i hope it's just a cooking show yeah (laughs) just the whole movie yeah yeah it's just with him as the host trendy tony like starts to bake something and then turns around to a different oven and it's already baked and you're like (laughs) you smart sons of bitches um yeah, so I think it's looking better and better, and I'm glad because some people were worried they weren't showing the stands, that they wouldn't look good, um, but I think it looks good. Anyway, so we are talking about The Emperor and The Hanged Man. With whole horse? With whole horse. Now, Miles, do you know, or Jackie, do you know the, I really, this isn't like a Miles musical reference. Do you guys know who whole horse would be a reference to? No idea. Whole horse. So I it, it's sort of a trick because... Crazy horse? The Japanese language isn't doesn't really have the same F's as we do. Oh. There's no like F O sort of. I mean, he he could have made it work, but people write whole horse because that is like when you look at it written out, how you would Romanize it would be whole horse. Mm-hmm. But it's a reference to Full Force, the uh, hip hop group from I think the early '90s or late '80s. Oh, they have that song like Alice, I want you just for me or something. I have no idea what that song is. Oh, it's not bad. Okay. Um. I mean, it's it, it, for like early rap, it's not bad. I mean, it's pretty corny, I think. But um, basically, there's no F, like, it would be sort of tough to make the same sound. And in, in Japanese, the F is not like your teeth don't touch your bottom lip, like how we do like F like that. It's more like a H sound almost, like who. 
Full, like it'd be a full horse. So it's almost whole horse anyway. Oh, that's crazy. So they're very close in terms and of And he's like a cowboy-themed man. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. He rides a motorbike here. I, I think in the anime and manga, he rides a horse. He's more of a cowboy. What? He rides an elephant at one point, too, but I don't know if we... If, I think that's before he actually shows up to the party, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's uh, take time to talk about... Now they're in India, or mm-hmm. like a like a huge India-themed restaurant. It's, it's mm. definitely India. I oh, think okay. it's like, definitely a theme park. <laughs> yeah, a big India theme park. Um, and it starts with them just looking terrified, paralyzed by this group of Indian uh, people in the street. People in the street. Uh, <laughs> just asking them for money. Why, why did they show that? Um, I, my guess is Adaki went to India one time and was like, wow, a lot of people hit me up for money. Hmm. I'm sure there's some poor areas where people just see tourists and are like, please. True. Um, then they go into a restaurant and they sit down and they all kind of discuss what they see. An Indian restaurant. It's a restaurant in India, I assume. It's Indian. Okay. What, do you think? It's like Burger King? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we did get a look at the food. It looked like Indian That's food. true. Um, but you never know. Could have been an Ethiopian restaurant. It could have been. So do you think Araki goes to these? Yes. Pl- He's like a well-traveled man. Mm-hmm. For sure. He's an itinerant manga artist. Wow, that's a good word. Thank I don't you. even know it. Um, that's like itinerary related? He's a, he travels the world. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Then they have a discussion about the sort of culture of India briefly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, They're debating whether or not they like India. Yeah. And jo- like, is this country good? <laughs> Jotaro oddly likes it, which he doesn't really yeah. explain why. It's and like it, the only thing he likes. It feels <laughs> it feels weird to me that he would like it. I kind of feel like he'd be like, this is annoying. Everyone's annoying. Yada, yada. Yeah. Good grief. India. Um, but Polnareff is like, I don't like it. And you Asian guys have no sense of beauty. What's he's, that supposed to mean? He's, he's, a, like, his, he's a snobby French guy. He's, he's like a like a stereotypical French snob. Um, and then, and then he gets up to, uh, go to the bathroom, which if you've read or watched JoJo's in general, you know that Polnareff going to the bathroom is never a good thing. (laughs) What? Uh, He just, he goes to the bathroom like three times and it never ends up going very well. Is that a reference to Pulp Fiction when John Travolta goes to the bathroom and things go bad all the time? Uh, I think that's one time, isn't it? No, every time he goes to the bathroom, something bad happens. Oh, yeah. He, well, he goes once and uh, she overdoses on uh, heroin. Yeah. He goes the one time to read a book and gets shot by Bruce Willis. Spoilers for Pulp Fiction. Uh-huh. What's the other time? Is there another one? He goes to the bathroom in the diner and he comes back out and Jules is holding a gun to... Or Jules is being held up at gunpoint in the middle of the diner. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're right. Yeah. That's like the whole thing of Pulp Fiction that... John Travolta should never poop. That's the whole thing. That's the that's the that's what I took from that movie. Don't poop. Mm. And I have not since 1990 whatever when it came out. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> Polnareff goes to the bathroom. Wait, when he says Asian guys have no sense of beauty, he's French. But Joseph Joe Star is not Asian. Right. Joseph might be like silently like, I agree. And we don't really know how. He, he didn't really weigh in at the end there. True. Yeah, I didn't hear what he said about... He, I don't think he said anything. He Wait, have an opinion. is Holly Japanese? No. Oh, she's just married to a Japanese person. Yes. Yes, correct. Okay. Um, but they're kind of debating. They're like, one of them's like, you know, when you live somewhere, you get used to it. One of them says like, there's a saying, and it's like definitely not a saying in English. Um, Polnareff goes to the bathroom I think they just jump cut ahead of him pooping. I don't think they leave that in. He's like, what a beautiful bathroom. And then Wait, he starts to wash his hands. that was in there? 
No, because he just immediately starts washing his hands. And at first I was like, who washes their hands before going to the bathroom? He might but have been washing his hands before the meal. Some people do that. He said he had to take a shit, though, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah. So I guess they just jumped. It was like a jump cut ahead. I don't know why I'm so concerned about. <laughs> why didn't they show a character? <laughs> yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that. Um, he looks in the mirror and behind him is a window. And he sees this like horrible mummy looking thing, person crawling up the window. But in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Through the mirror, he sees this. But he turns around and there's nothing there. And it's gone. And Classic like, horror movie like trope. But then the thing that's like not like classic and expected is when he looks in the mirror, the guy is still there. Hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think mm-hmm. that happens in horror movies. Usually yeah. it's like, where is it? And then it's just gone. You look back in the mirror and there's nothing there. Must be my imagination. But then like every time he looks back in the mirror, he's like, what the fuck? And he also notices that the stand, because this is a stand, he can kind of see that it's clear, has two right hands. So this must be the guy or, well, the stand of... The guy that killed mm-hmm. his sister. Right. Oh my God. Killed and later he's, he does say that she was violated and killed. So in this episode, he does mention that. We, we were noting that last episode, he didn't, he didn't bring that up. Um, so he then slashes at the mirror with his stand, but that just breaks the mirror and the mirror falls into pieces on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then cut back to the gang. The gang sort of sees uh, Polnardov running out of the restaurant. And Abdul, by the way, also another thing, like I said, whole horse is commonly known as whole horse rather than the reference full force, because that's just how Araki wrote it. Abdul is referred to in uh, English or Western uh, fandom as Avdol, because I guess that's also Why? how it's written or how oh, yeah, Araki yeah. himself may have written it with Roman letters. And it's A-V-D-O-L. But I say Abdul. I really don't know what the hell else it would be. Yeah. yeah. Avdol sounds weird to me. Do we know for a fact it's Paul Abdul? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he may have just picked a like Egyptian sounding name. Maybe, but it's it's too knowing Araki. It it has to be. You know, is Paula Abdul Arabic? Partially, yeah. Partially Middle Eastern, I think. I had no idea. I think she's half white and half Middle Eastern. I never made that connection. Although years ago, uh, people from the Middle East were considered white. The division was an invention of culture. Thank Things you. are different now. Things are different now. All races a. Uh... I don't Construct. see race. <laughs> um, no, I, I definitely do. That sounds even worse, doesn't it? Definitely do. Yeah. Definitely. It's the first thing I, I judge see. You, you can't hide. Oh my god. Um, so basically, then they have this sort of discussion where Abdul comes out there and is like talking to Polnareff, and is like, "Hey, I know how you feel, but you know you can't just run out there." I forget what he says basically, but Abdul is like. Don't he says some, he don't go chasing waterfalls. He oh, says. that's what he says, right? Yeah. Um, but Polnareff is like, you don't know how I feel, and I agree with him on this point. He's like, we lost our parents. My sister was violated and murdered. So unless you've been through that, don't say you know how I feel. True. And I was like, that's a pretty good point. And then later they're walking and they're on a. Break. But we don't know what Abdul has been through. That's true. We don't. He might have been like the same exact thing happened. That would to me. be that would be quite a coincidence. <laughs> Uh, I feel like he, he might have mentioned that by now. Um, then they're walking and they're on a bridge and Polnareff kind of stops and is like, all right, he says to Mr. Joestar, I guess he's assuming that Joseph is the leader of the group, which is probably true. He is. He's the white man. Oh, well, God. he's the one who knows everything. <laughs> yes. Right. That's what I meant. <laughs> he's, the, he's the right man for the job. Um, and uh, Polnareff turns around and is like, hey guys, I, I can't travel with you anymore. Um, basically explains like, what? 
And like he's on a bridge, he has to go the same way as them unless he turns around completely. It's not like you can make a left or a right turn. Yeah, it's a little deviate weird. Deviate too much I, on the bridge. I guess it's just when he realizes <laughs> it. Like like we're gonna split up soon. Basically, but, but not until we're off this yeah, bridge. Yeah, it's like when in high school you say bye to somebody and then you walk the same way. Right. And you're like, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> high school, that still happens. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm just thinking of the movie Super Bad. Anyway, mm. um, Polnareff is basically like, you know, I've found. He says, by the way, he says like, I finally found him. But it's like, no, he found yeah, you. It's true. Um, which should make him wonder, how did he find me? Like, why does this guy even want to kill Polnareff? You know what I mean? He should really be questioning this. Yeah. This is probably somebody sent by Dio, right? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't, like, unless he... He didn't f- think one step ahead. And uh, Abdul this comes to this conclusion later. Right. And, th- th- I mean, this this guy, the two right-hand guy, Jay Guile, which is a reference to... The Jay Guile's band? Uh, Jay Bavin, the uh, Spanish uh, music, pop music singer. No idea what that is. Jay in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Jay Guile did Centerfold. I think we covered this last episode, We actually. did, Mark. Anyway. Um, Mark. What the fuck was I saying? You were He's saying, like, we're gonna have to split up. Basically, like, this is where the guy is that 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 killed my sister. So I have to stay here. He's like, I don't really care about Dio. I'm not gonna Dio. go with you guys. You know that, like, I, I was never into fighting him. I just want vengeance. Um, and Abdul goes to stop him, and he's like, Hey, didn't you run away when you first saw Dio? And Abdul gets offended, which is yeah. weird. Yeah, just be like, Yeah, I ran away from this like super old guy with tons of powers. Of course I would. Um. And they kind of have this confrontation, but Joseph is just like, let him go. Let him go, bro. Forget about it. Um, so it's not worth it. Then we see this weird dude ride up on a motorbike, which, again, I think Whole Horse had a horse? It's a steel horse. Oh, and I guess he's so. a cowboy. Don't do this. He's wanted. Don't do this. Dead or alive. Anyway, um, <laughs> so pulls up and he's got a cigarette and he's voiced by norio wakamoto which makes me happy i always love who hearing is that? norio wakamoto who's a very famous uh voice actor in japan and he's got this very like i don't know how to describe it this very sort of epic voice hmm. he's like very declarative and can be i don't know he plays villains a lot of the time which i, I thought was weird a weird choice for this character honestly i liked that uh you could tell that he, like it sounded like mm-hmm. he actually had a cigarette in his mouth when yeah. he was talking you can tell that wakamoto probably put something in his mouth to do the voice acting putting in work i like it um he was method acting he walked around with a gun during the entire recording and process. he he killed a man too he controlled bullets <laughs> um but i don't know i think it's weird i feel like norio wakamoto would be a better fit for like a dio or one of those big characters you know but you like dio's voice Exactly, that's the thing. I, I wouldn't overwrite this OVA Dio's voice. Um, but I don't know, Whole Horse to me, not so much in this, is more of a silly character. I don't know, maybe he just gets revealed as silly later? Um, he, I guess he seems silly. Everyone is so serious, he seemed a little bit silly, I guess. With the but, whole romance thing? Yeah. Basically, he pulls up on this bridge and he's like, all right, so we found him. Isn't that right, hanged man? And we just see in the reflection of his exhaust pipe we see um, the hanged man. Isn't it his mirror? It's his exhaust pipe? At one point, it's his exhaust pipe. It's also his mirror, I think. Whatever. Um, Also, I think we showed when Polnareff saw him in the the bathroom mirror that this character has like a knife that comes out of its wrist. It's pretty cool. Um, The whole horse, I mean, a fucking hanged man has like a knife wrist. So a wrist knife. A whole horse can't actually see this stand, but in the reflection of stuff, he can see him. He sees him in the mirror reflection. I guess nobody can. Well, yeah, just in reflections. Um, 
and he kind of just like talks with him a little bit. I don't know what he says. Do you think that's a reference to that Mulan song where he, where she's like, "When will my reflection show who I am inside?" Or is that not possible because Mulan came out like twenty years later? I think that's definitely part of it. Okay. And the other part of it is what? The <laughs> just, fuck are you talking about? Just the word reflection? Yeah, great. Okay. <laughs> um, is it a Man in the Mirror uh, reference to Michael Jackson? Probably. That's better. <laughs> Although I think that's also after. That's like 90s Excuse MJ. Excuse me, Reflection is a fantastic song. Bye. It, that's called Man in the Mirror. I know, but you, never, you said it was better. No, I didn't. You did say it was better. You said Man in the Mirror is better. Oh, Reflection is the name of the Mulan song. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Man in the Mirror is maybe a better song, though. It is. No, it definitely is. But <laughs> Reflection is But also you just good. like Reflection. Okay. I mean, Man in the Mirror doesn't have the context of being in a Disney movie. It's just like a single. Hmm. Um, I remember this news report a while ago of like somebody that claimed they saw Jesus or a face in their tree in the back. That's and it's this weird thing stupid. the news station does. Where they, they play the beginning of that song where he's like, I'm starting with the man in the tree. Like someone on the news, like the anchor what? goes, tree. They talk what? over it. Yeah. And then it just goes into the story. It's so weird. Everything I write from now on, I'm going to work Michael Jackson into the lead. But like they actually have the song sample. It's like, I'm starting with the man in the tree. Did they tree. spend like $80 million Probably. to do that? I'll have to look it up and send it to you. It's pretty stupid. But anyway. Uh, so while Whole Horse is ruminating over how cool and evil he is and talking to his friend that he can't see. One of his side pieces comes up. Right. And she's like, oh, Whole Horse. I didn't see you yesterday. Why didn't you call me? And he's like, wait, I didn't say I'd call you. <laughs> and she's like, but I love you and want to be with you but forever. I love you. And he's like, you're only 16. And I was like, ew. Ooh. Um, What's so- the age sorry, in Europe. India, though? Probably 16. Uh, or lower. I don't know. Um, and then he broke out into that song. He's like, she was only 16. I don't know what you're doing. It's a very old song. Are you doing uh, Into the Night by Benny Mardones? Maybe. If I could fly, I'd pick you up and take you into the night. No. It's a good song. And he says that she's 16, I think. Oof. Oof. Benny Mardones. <laughs> anyway. He was 12 when he wrote that song. Oh, that's mm, still weird, but better. <laughs> um, we were all so uh, aspiring as 12-year-olds, I think. I think when I was 12, I would have liked to have been with a woman that was a full-grown adult, and that would have been bad. You wanted like a 34-year-old woman. Mm-hmm, one with a career. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you couldn't work. You were only 13 years old. Right, not legally. Somebody would have to support you. <laughs> anyway, sorry about all the horrible things we talk about. Um, so this Indian child comes up and is like but i want to be with you and he's like look what about your parents and then he's like we can't get married and then he's like he says something where he's he like, goes but i love you he's like i love you more than anyone else in the world but that's why we can't get married because i love you so much and then he hugs her and you see his face go like <laughs> yeah for some reason they cut to him being like hey. Hold on, hey. yeah he's just like hey which is unnecessary like we get it you're full of shit uh, but then he's like, it would just be enough for me to hold you like this every now and then, which is like weird. And then he says, I don't understand why she's okay with this. I think she's just like she's a child. Like, oh, you love me. Okay. What, whatever. I, sure. We won't get married because you love me. That makes sense. Bye. When, you, when you were 16, would you have figured it out? You would have been like, wait a minute. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, he's not really my type. So. Jackie, you can't get out of this. <laughs> 
You're not into well, No, definitely I would be skeptical. If I was 16 and some, like, first of all, I wouldn't be in this position. But it doesn't matter. I would be skeptical. Some guy was like, I love you. That's why I can't marry you. I'd be like, mm, but logically, though, yeah. how does that make sense? <laughs> um, so we know already that he's like evil because he's with uh, the hanged man who tried to attack Polnareff and uh, killed his sister. But we also know that he's just sort of a womanizing asshole because then he's like to hanged man. He's like, it's good to have women like this all over the world. And then he's like, especially if they're willing to die for you. I'm like, what? Um, I don't remember him being so sinister in the anime or the manga. I think I said that already. Part of that's his voice in here, but it's also he's just he's not as silly. I don't know. Maybe maybe he gets sillier later. Like he starts serious. Another bad thing about him, he smokes. Um, mm. Smoking is so does Jotaro. Bad though. For you. Jotaro smokes. Does he? Not in the OVA yet, but he does. Oh. In the anime, the TV anime, they can't show minors smoking on Japanese TV, so there would just be like blackness over his face. It mm. looked really stupid. <laughs> just like the lower half of his face is in shadow. It could have you... been anything, dude. What do you mean? It it might not have been a cigarette. It could have been anything. Like they could have edited in a lollipop. Maybe. It you think Jotaro would eat a lollipop? No, I'm saying it's a flying dick. What? Oh, when they black it out, you don't know what it could be? So yeah. it could be that he's just, like, blowing somebody? Yeah. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Eventually, we see Whole Horse goes to people in the town and gives them money and says, if anybody asks you about a man with two right hands, tell them he's on the outskirts of town. And tell him he's in this weird Western-themed part of this Indian <laughs> town. <laughs> tell him he's in that place with tumbleweeds and an empty road. And it's always high noon. <laughs> um, so eventually we then see Polnareff walk around asking people in India, have you seen this two right hands person? Did I skip anything, by the way? I don't think I did. Nope. No, well, no, not really. No. Yeah. And then eventually he gets to the guy that Whole Horse paid to say, yeah, it's on. Yeah, he was on that street over there. And I think while this is happening, yes, they send Kakyo in to go get a car and he gets this pickup truck and i guess their plan is to drive to egypt but as he pulls up with the car they're all about to go into it and then but abdul's like sitting behind he's like i don't feel good about this paul Nerf thing i think we should follow him because he thinks because he he realizes how sketchy it is that the enemy found just paul Nerf and managed to rule him rule lure him away yeah, and it's like I said, this guy shouldn't know what Polnareff looks like, really. Yeah. Unless he murdered his sister and then stuck around for all the news stories back in France. Um, and and again, why would he come after him? He doesn't really... It was a big story in France. Clearly though. he's... Eh, maybe. When, when the girl's head just disappeared <laughs> while she was holding an umbrella and then she softly sat down. Um, that animation's still funny to me. Um, it was cool, though. And uh, Jackie, I like your drawing. Thanks. That's what I've been doing this whole time. So it is a lady. I haven't named it yet because the last part to name it, you have to go f- listen to the radio and f- the first two songs. Oh, in the guide you found online, it says you have to. Yes. What's happening with her heart? It's a woman with a very tight see-through almost skirt. Maybe you just haven't colored it. Yes. So step one is you draw random lines. Then you have to form a body mm. out of that those random lines. That's why she has a weird uh, uh, pose. Um, and then you go to a random outfit generator and the oh. outfit generator told me it was a wrap dress with slip shoes. So I made a wrap dress. It looks see-through because I drew the body before right, I drew right, the clothes. Right. Um, and you add details to it and then, um, random word generator for the stand. Uh, it is, the words were accuracy, ambulance, and chop. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, and the form, like there was like humanoid animal object, but I got multiple. So it's kind of a giant cat with an ambulance attached to it. <laughs> okay. That has blades everywhere. It's like a sphinx. It's almost like uh, the end. Like it's almost like part four got merged. Like like uh, Killer Queen with ambulance. Right. You know. <laughs> Post being run over. Yeah, like everything kind of blended together there. <laughs> right. And so the power is that it can very quickly and accurately chop things with all its blades everywhere. What is the ambulance for? Like to heal you if it feels bad? No, it's just fast and urgent. Oh, okay. It clears things, get out of the way. Yeah, right. the traffic moves so it can come kill you. That's a good power uh, you don't think about, do you? <laughs> Fuck flying. I just make people move. They could have used that power in this app. But I can't name it yet. I have yeah. to wait until I turn on the radio. Yeah, in this app, they get, they get so basically they decide, okay, we'll get in the car, but we're going to go find uh, Polnareff. But um, then they get stuck in Indian traffic. Right, in traffic. Uh, and then they're like, okay, let's split up and try to find Polnareff. And then they're like, Kakyo, and you stay with the car. And, and he's, he's like, like he's like, fuck. Because he's just <laughs> sitting in traffic. Um, we eventually see that Polnareff has found Whole Horse. And they are having sort of a showdown. And like some other parts of this OVA so far, they mostly just talk a lot first. Yep. This is a slow-moving episode, I felt. Like, I was like, come on. Yeah. I didn't realize it was going to... Spoiler alert, they don't get through this fucking arc in this episode. They kind of cliffhang. Which was annoying. I feel like if they moved faster, they could have gotten through the whole thing. Um, but Whole Horse is fun to listen to because it's Wakamoto. And he's like, the gun is mightier than the sword. That's the saying, right? And I was like, it's not, not in English. It's definitely not in English because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That, <laughs> that feels like just a statement of fact. Like, yeah, a sword would lose to bullets. Um, Isn't it the pen is mightier than the sword? That's a saying in English. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just don't want to be too dismissive and go. That's not a saying when maybe in Japanese it is. Mm. Um, of course, whole horse is not Japanese, but whatever. It's a very literal saying. <laughs> yeah. There's um. Yes. They Maybe go, it's like he means don't bring a sword to a gunfight. That kind of thing, yeah. But what is the actual saying? I think that is a saying. Don't bring a sword to a gunfight, isn't I it? It's don't bring a knife to a gunfight. That's it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, bringing a sword would be weird in like a <laughs> gang setting, you know, <laughs> urban areas. People are like, this fool brought a sword. Um, just like somebody in the back streets of Detroit with a two-handed like Zweihander, like German-ass sword. Um, anyway. Uh, so Polnarf is like, wait, you don't have two right hands. And he's like, I don't give a shit about you. And the guy's like, well, my name's Whole Horse. And my stand's a gun. And I work with the guy you're looking for. I know Jay Guile. And Polnarf is like, well, then if I have to kill you to get to him, like, let's do it. And then he keeps saying gun. And it's, it's a pun. I didn't pick up on the actual Japanese. But basically, Polnarf makes a pun where he's like, wait, your gun? He's like, you're saying something about your bum? Like your butt? And then they both laugh really very hard. dumb. I hope the Japanese pun is better. It's yeah, probably better. I don't. I can't is. remember the term for gun in Japanese. But anyway. But then they both laugh for like twenty minutes. They laugh for a long time. I do like not the, twenty minutes. That like whole horse slaps his knee. I thought that was funny. And whole horse, they animate him slapping his knee. It's a real knee slapper for him. Yeah. Um, he like doubles over laughing. Yeah. At this stupid pun. But then he's like bukaros, which I think they say a lot in JoJo's, but it means like I'm gonna kill you. And his gun comes out and his stand is a gun his stand is a gun it's really it's kind of a silly looking gun but i like it there was it's a this, big golden gun if you never saw um there was like a partnered official jojo like uh, fashion line called ultra violence they don't exist anymore there was a shirt that i wish i bought but it was like 60 bucks 
and for a, for a shirt yeah yeah um but it was it just said emperor in like a big serif font and it was the famous frame from the manga where whole horse's hand is like going through his gun to kind of show that it's like ethereal which mm-hmm. is a word i didn't remember last episode or two episodes ago i kept saying ephemeral which just means short-lived yeah but whatever you were saying ephemeral yeah oh i didn't catch that oh damn it we say that all the time at work you could have helped me <laughs> Um, but ethereal is a better one. And, um, yeah, the shirt was awesome. I didn't buy it, especially cause I, I emailed the guy, I had a Japanese speaking friend translate and he was like, I will not ship outside Japan, but now I actually oh. know people there and they could have, um, shipped it for me if they wanted to be so kind. But anyway, by the way, uh, Bando, Bando, what? Namco Bandai, Namco Bandai has a fashion line and they have a bunch of official Jojo's shit, including a uh, Rohan's headband. It's like green leather. Ooh. It has a bunch of different Kira ties and different colors. It's leather? Yeah. Who wears a leather headband? It'd be so hot. I don't know. It's got um, socks, different JoJo socks. It's got tote bags. It's got earrings. It, the earrings are the cherries that uh, Kakyoin or rubber or rubber sole uh, kind of jiggle with their tongue when they're like... Um, so it's a, it's a cool is. reference. Miles yeah, you do, I don't know that you will know either. I don't think the OVA covers rubber sole, which is a shame. That is a shame. You know what rubber sole is, I imagine. Rubber Soul mm-hmm. is a Beatles album. That's right. Um, but you won't get to see that unless you watch the TV anime, which you're free to do. Um, Thanks. But yeah, Namco Bandai has some uh, JoJo shit. I think one of them has a, I don't know if it's Namco Bandai, but there's another official JoJo partner fashion line that has a beach towels and you can get a Killer Queen or maybe bath towel. You can get a giant bath towel of like Killer Queen. And I stuff. want that. It's fucking awesome. But the Namco Bandai stuff is all way too expensive. It's all between like 70 and $90. Mm. Like that's a little much. Some mm. of the shirts are cool. Some of the shirts are not. Moving on. Um, oh, right. Before that, by the way, I forgot. We actually see Whole Horse uh, talk to Jay Guile, um, the actual Jay Guile, not his stand, uh, the Hanged Man. And Jay Guile is just this, you see this ugly like chin and teeth, and he's just kind of like mostly in shadow, and we once again see that he has two right hands, if you haven't remembered. Uh, yes, this guy has two hands. How many right hands? Two of them. Unless you're in Italy at this point, then the comic says he has two left hands. His stand also has two right hands. Yes, which is unnecessary because some people's stands are, you know, guns, which don't have hands at all. That's true. It's a little bit of a giveaway too much, right? Like, why would you make your stand? Whatever. Um, it's not up to him. But um, so I, there's just one part where a whole horse looks and to kind of like show their powers off, um, they're talking about it. And then a snake, a cobra, of course, it's a cobra, starts to attack uh, Jay Guile. But whole horse takes out his gun shoots it and i they don't really show the bullet curve but they just show that there's like some magical electricity around the bullet yeah it's like a super saiyan bullet that cuts the snake in half but the top half is still flying towards uh jay guile who then has in the reflection of the bottle with him he has the hanged man uh slice it up real fast so then you just see gross pieces of a snake lying around um Yum. And uh, it's just another example of an animal getting destroyed in JoJo's. Um, another note I missed, by the way, is that Jotaro smiles a lot in this episode. And it's all very bro yeah. They're all like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's most of this arc is just like, yeah, bros. This is the bro arc. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely the bro arc. But it's good. It's good. Um, I guess I've only seen two. But like in the other one, they're like children. So Yeah. They're infants. And in this one, they're all, like, jacked and, like, well, so the, cool. The o- I mean, they are all jacked in, in the manga and stuff, but especially in the OVA. They're, like, they're seriously roided out. I'm going to go to Egypt, bro. Like, yeah. I'm going to beat up a vampire. 
gonna pound some mango lassi <laughs> right there. Love Indian food. Um, get some masala. Um, anyway, uh, that was. But stupid. like their whole like uh, like rationale for going after it. We could, he's a comrade. He's a bro. Yeah. Can't let him get killed. Well, I think that's fair though. I think anybody should feel that way. Yeah, you're right. You know. You're going to be like, guys, this is overly macho. Well, just let him die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, fucking, back to the present. It's, uh... They're fighting. Yeah. Well, they're mostly talking still. Anyway, they were laughing at the stupid joke, and then Whole Horse takes out a gun, his gun, the stand, and he shoots at Polnarf. And Polnarf's like, you don't think my stand can fucking slash a bullet apart? And Silver Chariot comes out of Polnarf, and goes to slice at the bullet, but the bullet curves. <gasps> it moves like that movie Wanted that I didn't see, but everyone posts a gif from. I didn't, I didn't see It's that. with Angelina Jolie. Everyone posts the gif of this guy in an office sweating very heavily, waving himself with some printer paper. It doesn't matter. Um, you know what I'm talking about, internet. I don't. Um, the bullet curves. The and It's the slowest bullet in the world because there's still time for... Right, it's Abdul a manga. To find them. It's a manga. It's not really happening like this. And it's, knock uh, Polnareff out of the way, saving his life. But it does fuck up his earring. The bullet cuts Polnareff's ear. Polnareff's heart earring. Which in this is just a circle. Jackie was right. They're just yeah. fucking circles. And by the way, the pieces that are broken off in the, in the earrings don't fit together. Like they both are like concave. If you touch them, it would just be a circle with holes in the middle. Mm. It's an oddly overlooked thing. Like just make hearts. But whatever. Um, so yeah, Abdul dives, tackles Polnareff out of the way, which makes the curved bullet, you know, still miss, gets close to Polnareff's head. And, you know, Polnareff is like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I think whole horse is like, what the fuck? Um, but, but then the bullet starts coming around, right? The bullet, you know, it really came around on that issue. It really changed its mind. <laughs> the, the bullet starts to curve around towards them again. And Abdul's like. Well, maybe, you know, a sword can't stop the bullet. Yeah, also, because Whole Horse kept going on about soldiers' chess, about some, like, type of uh, Yeah, he was like, guns game. beat swords, yeah, tanks beat guns, he just, mines beat tanks. He just like, kind oh, of, okay. like, yeah, it was this, like, half-assed he thing. Was telling, he was telling us about, like, the, the rules of, like, Game Boy Str- Advance Str- Wars. No, like Stratego or something. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, which is a great game. Um, our next podcast is going to be about Stratego and how to place your flag. Anyway. Cool. Um, <laughs> you ever play Stratego? Like once. It's great. Anyway. It reminded me more of Advance Wars. Oh, wow. Okay. The bullet starts to curve around, and Abdul's like, well, fucking swords can't be bullets, but maybe all my fire can. And then Kakyoin has shown up by this point, and Kakyoin looks at a puddle that they showed us earlier and sees that in the reflection of the puddle, you not only see Abdul's reflection, but you see the hanged man ready to attack Abdul. And it does. And yeah, Kakyoin calls out to him, but it's too late. The hangman stabs him in the back, but it's mostly his shoulder, I think, not in his heart. And his shoulder in in, outside of the reflection in real life gets bloody, like it kind of bursts open. But then while he's distracted, you know, his stand uh, retracts. And no, it doesn't really retract. It kind of like vanishes. Yeah, but after he gets shot in the head. Okay, basically, yeah, he gets stabbed, and then a bullet hits him in the head. Yeah. Um double dead and then we see his uh his stand kind of vanish yeah which uh, i called i called that he was gonna die last time you did and i was like really um <laughs> uh yeah and this is true to how it happens you made the- me feel that i was wrong really good um <laughs> in the manga well, no spoilers and the anime uh yeah i guess that th- is this good. is exactly how it happens that basically they're like 
Polnareff, you selfish son of a bitch. And he's like, don't help me. And he's like, well, I'm going to help you. And then he gets stabbed and shot. Yeah. Uh, which is a hero's death. I mean, it's not yeah. easy to survive two types of attacks. You it know? is a hero's death. And then Cock feels, feels really guilty about it. He does. But he acts like he doesn't. Right. Because he's like, macho. He's like, no, I'm doing your dad. But then Polnareff is like, like that. You shouldn't have come to help me. No, nobody, I didn't ask him to help. Nobody asked him to do that. But then you see like little drippy tears landing on his shoes. Aww. Yeah. Kakyoin's from behind him and he's like, well, how can you say that? Like he say he tried to save your life or he did save your life. But then you see, yeah, the tears. And at first when they then they go to pan up to show Polnareff actually crying. For a brief moment, I was like, his traps are blocking the fucking tears. His fucking, his shoulder muscles are so huge. Too That like, I don't even know if we'll see his face. It just shows him doing shrugs. And he just, uh, he turns around, he's got tons of tears on his face. And he's like, this is so annoying. He's like, it's so annoying that he died. Near me, I think he says. Yeah. Oddly. And that's the end of the episode, unfortunately. Yeah. It just sort of... They don't conclude the fight. Cuts out. Oh, yeah. And Holhor sends some mean shit uh, when Abdul dies. He says, like, it seems like his flames were incompatible with the sword and the bullet. He's yeah. Like, well, like, no, guess he we got saying, lucky. Like, he was saying we're allergic to his flames. Good thing he's dead. Hmm. Yeah. It's almost like I guess he was going to say, like... I think he was sort of trying to say, like, Abdul would have been a big problem, but... Yeah, well, it's weird, because if he's saying there's a hierarchy to this soldier's chess metaphor, where you're like, one beats the other, like... Fire! I don't think soldier's chess, A, yeah, it would not have fire, and B, you can't double up on somebody if you're talking about a hierarchical X beats Y, you know, you don't do rock, paper, scissors and be like, paper, rock. Yeah, and there's no there's no hierarchy like that in real chess either. Well, this is soldier's chess, which is something probably maybe Japanese, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like Stratego is related somehow. But yeah, that's where this episode ends. Miles did predict that Abdul would die. I knew it. And he was right. And now we just see that basically uh, whole horse, Polnareff is way, over his, way in over his head. Um, he has to deal with a gun and a stabby uh, in a situation where he can't actually see it. It's just in the reflection. Well, so. he's got Kakuin with him. Yeah, Kakuin who puts snakes in people's buttholes. Um, mostly <laughs> and can shoot like green Hadoukens. Um, mostly, mostly. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's the big, uh, highlight. It's a powerful ability. Two things about whole horse is that, um, apparently he is named at, or not named after, sorry, his gun and controlling bullets maybe is, is influenced by a manga called Cobra or uh, the main character is named Cobra and I guess does stuff like that. Araki is admitted as such. Um, and initially, apparently, Whole Horse was going to join uh, the gang. Um, oh, yeah. I thought he seemed like he was somebody who would join a, their right. gang. Yeah, because they made him, like, interesting. But, and there's even there's even an intro to one of the chapters um, of this arc, I don't know, of just part of Stardust Crusaders, where you see, like, the four heroes, like, looking in one direction, and Whole Horse is with them. So he kind of, like, was going to that direction, but then he felt like... Um, Whole Horse and Polnareff were too similar, I guess, in the ways that they're both womanizers, maybe. Both blonde. They're both Westerners. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the blondness is just the manga. I mean, I mean, it's just the anime and the OVA. And in oh. the manga, it's black and white. It can be any color you want. Yellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> name, name, other, name four other colors. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Do it now. Uh, turquoise. Gold. Gray. Pink. Orange. Uh-huh. Jackie, you got a fourth? Uh, lilac. Miles, two more. Peach. And? Um, blonde. Mm, that's a hair color. I don't know if I'd really say. Oh. 
All right, you're out of time. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. You lose. Uh, yeah, guys, sorry that was so short, but um, we didn't have time to watch two episodes this time. I got to go. How uh, long has this been? Uh, 48 minutes. Oh, perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's All right, fine. Um, but yeah, uh, we did also get through. Thank you, uh, Ninja Thief, for sending us uh, the fact that there was a trailer for the 4D ride, which we won't be getting to. But if you go, please tell us how it is. That would be awesome. And the live action movie, which we're looking forward to even more because uh, it looks good. I mean, the stands are not the style that I would necessarily go with. They're certainly not uh, 100% what the anime really looks like, but they look cool, and uh, I think it's going to be fun, regardless of how faithful an adaptation it is. Uh, yeah. So tune in next time, and email us if you want. JoJo'sBizarrePod at gmail.com. Follow us. Uh, yeah, all the stuff we ask you to do, just only do it if you want to. No. Do it regardless. Jojo's Bizarre Podcast on iTunes, soundcloud.com slash jjbpod if you want the episodes immediately because they go there first before iTunes picks up the uh, feed. And um, If you want them even faster, though, you could just come here. No, you please don't. (laughs) You could hack my computer and take the raw audio. Just listen while we we record. Come to New Jersey. No, don't tell them where we live. We've mentioned this several times. uh, All right. I didn't say where. We don't live in New Jersey. We live on the turnpike. We live in a rest stop, if you've ever heard of those. You can get Sunoco gas and watch people record a podcast. We live in the rest stop called Cheesequake. Is that a thing? Yeah. Ew. Um, I thought that was like a Super Mario World level. It sounds to me like a like a, like language you'd use in a like a Chef Boyardee commercial. <laughs> like this ravioli yeah. is giving you a serious Cheesequake. Yeah. That kind of thing. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Don't make mistakes ever (laughs) or we will punish you we will punish you all right bye